Salute, salute, salute. Peace, love, and more light. This is the Third Eye High Podcast. I am your host, JF Bay. I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. So we're going to deal with this facts and with feelings. You know how we give it up. And uh, I wanted to go into this um, this uh, crazy subject, right? Or this crazy topic, right? Uh, we know that we're living in the times of, uh, you know, anti-socialism uh, and which promotes... Uh, overuse of social media and uh you know a lot of people are you know interacting more on their social media and you know they kind of got their phones you know glued to their hand you know and everyone's uh you know tuning into these things so there's a you know a, a interesting situation with you know the children right because when you know I don't know the age group, you know, the listeners, you know, because it ranges, you know, from, you know, 22 all the way up to, you know, 60 plus, you know, salute to all my listeners. And, you know, but I'm almost 40 and, you know, I'm listening, you know, to the to the children that, you know, when we were young children, we didn't have cell phones, you know, and today they have cell phones. Right. You know, children 10, 15, you know, seven, eight, you know children as young as five have their own cell phone and they have access to these social media platforms so you know we got to look at it where this situation has to be uh taken into account under a microscope to where you look at it like this there's so many uh things that children have access to when they're viewing uh, social media, right? You know, things that people post and, you know, links that, you know, drive children to different spaces and different places, right? So now the title of this, uh, this episode, should TikTok be charged for promoting murder or death or killing or because we look at, you know, the days we live in and the days of the influencer, right? And the social social influencer and things of that nature. And uh, we want to understand, is this uh, a real situation? You know, should these platforms be charged, you know? And we ask ourselves, is there another way other than suing these platforms or you know because they have particular algorithms that promote certain content to your children and this can be dangerous so we're going to go into some things that became you know dangerous right there was uh you know a, a kid today 15 years old he uh was killed from subway surfing right now subway surfing is a challenge that's also you know you can find it in the hashtag on tiktok subway surfing is where you know there's a city train you know train that people get get on to you know commute their day-to-day to go to work and this train situation kids get on top of the train and they surf the train right they get up get up on top of the train freely 
and you know they're not holding on to anything and they're just freely hanging up on top of the train and these kids uh you know often get killed for train surfing you know doing a challenge that they saw you know on TikTok, and they wanted to be you know viral or famous or you know whatever today's uh you know youth are into but 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 all of these things are enticing because they have access to view these things on these platforms such as TikTok, you know where they see a challenge and you know these people aren't professionals you know they're not going to school for this shit, so they just see you know an everyday average person uh surf the train and you know hey it looks easy i could do it let me surf the train in my in my town and a lot of these kids end up dying you know after you know doing these things and it's it's crazy you know and we we want to understand can these platforms be charged for you know showing this kind of content that you know a, a child that you know was probably never into this stuff before and you know they view it one time or a few times and you know they're seeing multiple children do it so it looks like you know hey i can try it too and we understand yeah your 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 parents should be aware but there's a lot of parents that are giving their children cell phones and they're not aware that uh this type of content is on these platforms you see because they the first thing they'll say is you know well you know you got to go blame the parents but I, I don't say blame the parents i say we got to check the platforms because this type of content is on the platform but what's scarier in the days of the algorithm these algorithms are recommending these challenges to children do you understand what i'm going what i'm going i'm going over uh these these platforms purposely promote these challenges to children so if your 10 year old has a cell phone and they have tiktok and you know it's parents you know parents are on there as well and tiktok is a very uh it's a weird platform in certain in terms of you know what's taking place and you know a lot of the stuff with children you know and a lot of you know hot water they got into you know you can research the background on that you know but i'll elaborate later but TikTok is a situation where children have access to so much content but you have these algorithms that you know they know the age group of the children that are on the platform and they say well you know you got to be 18 or even if these kids are under 18 these platforms are still recommending, you know, hey, what's new, what's fresh or, you know, what's trending. And these kids click on these uh, links and it shows them content for challenges that are dangerous. You know, I'm going to go over the, the subway surfing challenge. And then you had something where they had the blackout challenge and the blackout challenge was uh, crazy. You know, the blackout challenge was where you basically choke yourself and to the point of blacking out you know and and it's and, and it's crazy that this type of content was allowed to be viewed on their platform you see children died doing this challenge so is the is the social media platform not held accountable for the murder of these children or you know accessory in in the fact of because 
the children wouldn't have access to these types of ideas to attempt them to you know it wouldn't be a, a, a second nature of thought if the child wasn't exposed to this type of content initially and we're going to go into these things but first i wanted to go over uh you know the kid that uh died from the subway you know and this stuff is crazy you know it's like why do you have uh situations where this type of content is viewable so today there was a child that uh he died uh after hitting the third rail of during the subway surfing right a 15 year old boy who was on the train this is according to the new york post a 15 year old boy who was uh train surfing on a subway car he died after falling off the roof of the train landing on the electrified third rail thursday morning the team was on top of the southbound j train at the williamsburg bridge at about 11:25 a.m when he tumbled underneath the moving train and was killed he was pronounced dead at the scene so this instance where you know kids are train surfing right this has been happening for many years and across the country and across the world you know where they have a video game that's called subway surfing right it's a kids game but these young kids as 15 they're playing this game but in real life they have the subway challenge on tiktok you know it's kids getting up on top of the commute subway trains dancing while the trains moving all kind of shit like that but they're influenced cuz they see this stuff on these platforms and you know they want to be famous like their local celebrity and you know all this other stuff so kids are very influenced and they're influenced easily you know because they see this stuff it's right there and it's like hey i can do that i can be the actor in that action movie in that scene and you know why why do these platforms continue to show this content that causes people to be killed in these instances and the content is still streaming you can still find this content right now you can hashtag blackout challenge and you'll find that still on still on uh tiktok's platform but you have that instance where you know another situation uh there's been maybe seven or eight instances in new york city alone of teenagers subway surfing getting up on top of the train riding the train while it's moving and you know when the train moves in the tunnel and you know going close to the bridge these kids either fall off or you know they're killed instantly you know on impact so to separate you know re- reality tv and then real life where's the 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 disconnect or where's the 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 urgency of hey this is real life if i get up on top of on this train and i fall off that's it for me i'm dead i'm gone you know but but these kids see this stuff on social media and it's like you know i could live like a rock star you know that person did it in the video i'm going to live too and some of them are not you know as fortunate but 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 it's crazy you know it was an instance where this kid you know as of june 27th this kid was riding up on the train and he was killed 
There's been an increase, they said, of 560% from January to May of this year of teenagers subway surfing, riding up on the train. Now, this there was another instance where a kid was subway surfing and, you know, the train went into a tunnel and this kid, you know, his limbs was hanging on the side of the train, you know, with blood and everything. And his limbs was separated from the body. You know subway surfing so like they're doing this subway surfing shit and they're copying social media right and if this stuff isn't accessible on social media for them to see they wouldn't emulate it right so what we're seeing this stuff you know play out repeatedly and you know there's no backlash and you know as of uh you know 2020 alone there was a uh, 449 subway surfing incidences and they only give you know give them a $75 fine you know for subway surfing when this stuff should be man they should increase it you know it should be 10,000 you know like what what's going on you should be on top of the damn train that's dangerous but like there should be a cop you know at every you know train where someone can get up on on, on top of it to where they can enforce this thing because kids are being killed and you know we could fight this thing at, at, at both angles you know especially the social media that's one for them seeing the influence and then to catch them in the act you know it should be cops there to where you ain't getting them on top of the train that should be paramount right it's already crazy shit happening in the, in the subways people getting shot robbed stabbed acid thrown on them all this stuff's been happening in the past two years <laughs> like motherfuckers don't want to ride, ride the train like it's, it's crazy because it's like you don't know what's going to happen and it's nothing down there that's protecting you when before you didn't need no fucking protection you was going on about your business you riding the train now it's just random shit like if you had beef on the train that's a different situation now you have people you don't even fucking know that might push you in front of the train people you don't even know that might stab you pull a gun out on you shoot you for no fucking reason all this stuff happened in the past two years in the subway system and it's not safe for most of the new yorkers and for any fucking body and it's not even to say does you being safe you're safe on your own person right but i'm talking about safe in the instance of you can't control all the other shit that's taking place around you you can't control the shit that's taking place around you but there was you know only hundred instances of this shit in, in, in 2000 excuse me a hundred instances of the subway surfing in 2020 but as of 2022 you have 449 instances dozens of deaths you know people just I'm gonna surf the goddamn train you know like what are we doing right so this kid you know gets up on the J train you know and when he's crossing the bridge of the Williamsburg Bridge, you know, there's a 130 foot drop, you know, and this kid was up on top of the train and, you know, lost his balance. That's it for you. It's over. And there was all kind of instances. There was kids, uh, you know, dancing up on top of the train and all of this stuff is deadly, you know, and it continues to happen because we're living in a time where, you know, the children grew up off of video games and virtual reality and all this stuff looks super real. 
So it's, you know, it's easy to, you know, be influenced and we understand, yeah, you could blame the parents and where's the supervision and I get all of that stuff, but it's easy for a child to have some time amongst themselves and they have these devices and, you know, these platforms show this type of content. But better yet, when the algorithm pushes the content, right, the child is not even looking for these types of challenges and this stuff on these platforms, but the platform's algorithm sends this type of content down the kid's timeline. Now, there was an instance of this young girl that did the blackout challenge. Her name was uh, Nyla Anderson. This 10-year-old young sister she uh, died from doing the blackout challenge. Now, the blackout challenge, you can hashtag blackout challenge. Uh, as we speak, the content is still on TikTok's platform after several children died doing this challenge. So should these platforms be charged? That's what I'm asking. So this this young lady, she did the uh, blackout challenge. The blackout challenge is where you choke yourself to the point of blacking out what's going on why wouldn't this type of content be flagged immediately now they censor you know you having political opinions and you having different opinions about fucking anything anything anti what they're talking about that's the talking point for the day they're going to censor you but yet they're not censoring content that this young child got access to now this young lady before that she had no you know uh she had no signs of suicide or killing herself or anything like that she viewed this blackout challenge and said hey i'm gonna try this because other kids are doing it now in reality in real life other kids aren't doing it but in social media that seems like the entire world so she does this challenge this blackout challenge like every other kid to choke herself to the point of blacking out and when she blacks out she ends up in the emergency room and this child dies a few days later so should these social media platforms be charged for promoting this type of content i want to know so this this young lady she did the blackout challenge And a few days after arriving in the hospital, she died. Faint breathing. So we want to know, you know, what's really going on, you know, in terms of there was another instance of the same thing. Because as I said, if you hashtag blackout challenge, this content is still on TikTok's platform, even after the, the pending lawsuits and everything. So they have no disregard, total disregard for children, your children, my children. So we should be in outrage in the the time where everybody's, you know, cancel culture and and apologize and all this other silly shit. Where's the apology? Where's the outrage for the children when this content is still on the fucking platform? There was a child in April, a 12-year-old boy in Colorado died from doing the blackout challenge where you choke yourself to the point of blacking out. This young girl was very athletic, outgoing, 
fun-loving child. She was admitted in the hospital December 7th, and she passed away from her injuries on December 12th, a few days later. From doing the blackout challenge, she saw on TikTok. That's still on TikTok. Now, a lot of parents are too busy on TikTok themselves, doing dances and all kind of other shit. But are you paying attention to what your child's viewing or what's being promoted to them? Because as I said, after children die from this challenge, this challenge is still viewable on the platform. So they don't give a fuck about our children. Where's the uproar about that? See, we have to pay attention to the things that matter to us. Blackout challenge. This this thing is crazy because there was another instance where uh, uh, parents got together and they sued TikTok saying their child died after viewing the blackout challenge. TikTok has said previously that the blackout challenge predated its platform and had never been TikTok, never been a TikTok trend, but you can still find it on their platform. You see, they'll issue statements to separate themselves from any harm, right? Like, hey, we had nothing to do with it, but you'll see all kind of shit that's on TikTok, all kind of dangerous challenges that people can injure themselves and, and can be killed aside from this challenge. So they'll they'll try to indemnify themselves from one challenge and, you know, remove hashtags and all kind of stuff. But you'll still find this content. They had the crate challenge. A few people broke their goddamn necks doing the crate challenge. You know what I'm saying? And they had that kind of shit on there. So, you know, they'll always, you know, separate themselves from, you know, hey, we had nothing to do with it. But. They're so quick to censor shit. So it's like y'all got people around the clock censoring content, but y'all not catching the content that's causing our children to emulate this shit that could kill them. This, this is ridiculous. So here's the story. This comes out as of July of uh, 2022. The parents of two girls who said their children died as a result of a blackout challenge on TikTok are suing the company complaining its algorithm intentionally served the children dangerous content that led to their deaths. The girls were eight and nine years old when they died last year after viewing the challenge, which encouraged, which encouraged users to choke themselves until they passed out. According to lawsuits, which was filed on Thursday in Superior Court in Los Angeles County, Suit claimed TikTok knew or should have known that its product was addictive, that it was directing children to harmful content, and it failed to take significant action to stop those videos or to warn children and parents about them. You see, it's no disclaimer. It's no, you know, coverage of certain videos to say, hey, before you view this video, the following type of imagery or you know it's in this uh this clip but they allow this to be promoted to our children no backlash no you know nothing paid to to the families of the children that were killed for doing these challenges that they seen on these platforms plain cited in particular tiktok's for you page right 
the for you page so this is a particular page where they recommend certain videos to your children so pay attention to that parents the for you page which the complaint says shows a stream of videos selected by an algorithm developed by TikTok that is based on a user's demographic. See, so they know it's a child, but yet they're still promoting these particular challenges to children that could cause them to copy this stuff. So it's not about supervision. It's like, you know, you give your child a phone and say, hey, be responsible. And then they go to this this thing that says, hey, I'm going to go to the friendly videos that the platform recommends. And the friendly videos are saying, do the blackout challenge and kill yourself. So now the complaint goes on to say about this uh, complaint uh, says that the stream of videos selected by the algorithm developed by TikTok is based on the user's demographic, the likes and prior activity on the app. So the child didn't like anything that was subject, su suggestive of, I want to see a video of me choking myself or harming myself, right? So just think of this. Your child is going on a friendly platform thinking, you know, it's, it's based off of when they sign up as, you know, I'm this particular age. So there's certain parameters put in place where the child will be, you know, censored from, or should I say, the child would be selective of their viewing, right? It wouldn't be certain things deliberately pushed to them, especially above their age viewing. This is a crazy story here. TikTok needs to be held accountable for pushing deadly content to these two young girls, said Matthew P. Bergman, founding lawyer of the Social Media Victims Law Center, a private law firm created in November to hold social media companies accountable for harming children. So any parents that, you know, your child, you know, might have copied some of this stuff they sold on social media, saw on social media, contact, you know, this particular lawyer, Matthew Bergman, Matthew P. Bergman. He created the Social Media Victims uh, Law Center. You know, it's a private law firm. And, you know, this stuff is created because it's created out of demand because we're seeing this happen over and over with our children. And these platforms are not being held accountable. A TikTok spokesman said for the company, the company would not comment on continuing litigation. But the spokesman referred to a statement from December when People magazine reported that a mother from Pennsylvania said her 10 year old daughter had died while trying the blackout challenge. This disturbing challenge where people seem to learn from sources other than TikTok long predated our platform and had never been a TikTok trend, said reports about the deaths from a choking game from 1995 to 2007. We remain vigilant in our commitment to the user's safety and would immediately remove related content if found. Our deepest sympathies go out to the family. See, that's the statement that the companies can use to indemnify themselves, to separate themselves from. They mentioned, you know, a choking game, which was around years ago, but the choking game since it was updated to something called the Blackout Challenge, which was started on TikTok's platform. Do you see how they spin the narrative? Because if they know, you know, 
you're seriously not going to come after us because you don't care about your children. You, you, you're not paying attention while they have access to our platform when they should be paying attention to the platform. Right. Because they seem to be doing all this censoring and what's friendly for the community and this social media community. Right. And they're censoring all these people with free speech. They should be extra sensitive on the stuff they censor for children. But it's the opposite. They're promoting the stuff to children. And then when something happens, something happens to the children, they say, you know, it's not our fault. Interesting. There was a situation where. A girl, uh, Leilani Erica Walton, eight-year-old from Temple, Texas, was described in a suit as a sweet and outgoing girl who loved dressing up as a princess and playing with makeup. She wanted to be famous uh, like the rapper Cardi B. She got her first cell phone when she was eight years old on her birthday in 2021 and quickly became addicted to TikTok where she posted videos of herself singing, dancing, and hopes of becoming TikTok famous, the suit claims. After Leilani was seriously injured in a car accident in which one of her stepbrothers died, she went to live with her stepmother. Without her mother or stepmother knowing, TikTok's algorithm directed Leilani in July of 2021 to the Blackout Challenge. See. TikTok said that they <laughs> didn't have this on their platform. And in fact, they did. And it was multiple kids that did the challenge that died. Aside from the initial one I told you about, the 10-year-old uh, Nyla Anderson. So now Leilani had bruises on her neck on July 13th, 2021. And told her, her family that she had fallen and bumped herself on the bed frame. Soon after, she spent some, if not most, of 20 hours on a car trip with her stepmother sitting in the back seat watching the Blackout Challenge. On July of 2021, Leilani was found with a rope around her neck. After her death, the police took the phone and tablet and told her stepmother that Leilani did not commit suicide. The lawsuit says a police officer shown the videos of the blackout challenge to her stepmother and said that Leilani had been watching the videos on repeat and had been trying to challenge herself. So I just read a statement from TikTok. Do you see how they have no regard for our children? They don't give a fuck what they sell to us. So the police officer said he took the phone and tablet from the child and they said, nah, she didn't commit suicide. Look what she's been watching. Look what she's been watching on social media, on TikTok, the blackout challenge, hashtag. Do you see how they try to separate themselves? And the police said, nah, the challenge is on their platform. Here's the video. Here's how you get to the content. The police can get to the content better yet. Your, your seven or eight or nine year old or 10 year old can get to the content. But better yet, why is the content even on the platform? This shit is disturbing, yo. The second girl named in the suit, Ariani Jalen Ario, nine year old from Milwaukee, enjoyed playing basketball and kickball and riding a bicycle. 
She received her phone when she was seven and downloaded TikTok, using it to watch and post videos of dancing and singing. She became addicted to the product. The suit says and started trying challenges because the challenges she discussed involved drinking and eating. Her parents believed them to be harmless. In January of 2021, Ariani told her mother about a girl in Italy who died while trying a challenge. On February 26 of 2021, Ariani was found with a leash around her neck. The suit says Mr. Bergman said the art that Ariani had been watching a blackout challenge on TikTok. Another child that saw another video. She died that day after she was taken off life support. The complaint cites several other children, including a child, a 12 year old in Oklahoma and a 14 year old in Australia. Who says also died from trying the blackout challenge they saw on TikTok. Dangerous challenges such as ones involve biting or swallowing Tide Pods, right? So kids are fucking eating Tide, you know, Tide Pods that you use to wash your clothes when you're doing laundry. It's a challenge that's still on TikTok that says, hey, eat a fucking Tide Pod. That's the challenge. No prize. You don't win shit. You don't get nothing after it. You're just doing the fucking challenge because it's popular. It's on TikTok and you could fucking go viral and be famous from doing the challenge. So biting a Tide Pod, this circulated on the internet for years. The suit mentions challenges that involve consuming large amounts of Benadryl or getting out of a moving car to dance on the street. These are other challenges that you can find on the TikTok platform. Should they be charged when people do this? Because there's no disclaimer when the video is uploaded. In fact, why is the video uploaded to where you have to give a disclaimer? I don't know if there are any more dangerous than what we've been seeing. The managing editor uh, of Know Your Meme, Zach Sweet, an Internet database that includes memes and online challenges. I think the accessibility of these types of things and the way these algorithms work broadcast it to more people. So the more these challenges become popular and the more people view it, the more they recommend these videos to the users on these social media platforms. And these users happen to be our young children. This is dangerous. So this lawsuit is ongoing. You know, they still didn't pay any money. And you see how they spent their way out of it to say, you know, we got nothing to do with it. And we don't even host those kind of videos. But the police that found this dead kid in the car that, that looked at the, the kid's device and said, hey, the kid was watching this video on, on repeat that was recommended to them as a friendly fucking video for you. Because it looked at the demographic that said, hey, this young kid needs to see the blackout challenge. This shit is disturbing. And, and we shouldn't go for this. Because in the days of heavy censorship on all these platforms, we should have stuff where these people should pay them. Because... Why is this content still allowed 
to be seen on the platforms. And you can still find the Blackout Challenge today on TikTok's platform. And I just spoke of almost a dozen kids that were killed. Their family's not compensated. The ones suing the suit is still ongoing. And you know, these companies got, you know, TikTok got big money. So, you know, they got big time lawyers that's going to, you know, drag out that suit. But what I'm saying is like, this shit is crazy that, you know, they making people apologize for saying the word Jew and all this other crazy, silly shit. And y'all responsible for this kind of stuff. Y'all got these platforms with millions of children view content on your platform and the stuff that y'all supposed to be censoring, y'all not censoring. Y'all censoring people with free speech. But y'all letting kids see fucking videos that say, hey, try to choke yourself out till you die. Like, what the fuck is going on? What type? This is the twilight zone. This is the twilight zone. So I'm saying get with that brother, you know, that brother uh, Bergman with his law firm. You know, get get with that brother. And, and you know, any parents that your children been harmed in this situation, we got to be thinking class action lawsuit. We got to be thinking that lawyer, Matthew P. Bergman, he created the Social Media Victims Law Center. So any parents that, you know, your child might have did one of these challenges and you don't know where to turn and, you know, you, you think that you're not going to be heard, you have a lawsuit. And if enough of us speak up to this matter, you'll see these companies, you know, catching heavy monetary lawsuits to where, you know, they'll think twice about the shit they allow to see allow our kids to see on their platforms because it's crazy that they're around the clock censoring truth but they seem to be missing all this kind of shit that's that subway surfing shit is another challenge that's on tiktok's platform kid 15 years old dead today new york city subway surfing the fucking train because it's popular as shit on social media and hey i'm a nobody i'm just a just a, just a teenager and you know in my neighborhood i could be famous i could be i could go viral i could they don't they don't know the disconnect between reality and fantasy and it's hard for them to decipher when this shit is freely being promoted to them unchecked uncensored nobody's catching no backlash for this shit but they making us apologize for everything around the turn. And come on, man, look at the levels of morality. They seem to be the ones holding the scales of morality and look, in the, look at the type of shit. Look at the situation with Balenciaga. Look at all these other stuff where, where oops, our bad. Sorry, we're promoting, you know, sex trafficking to your children. Sorry, our bad. <laughs> Sorry, we're promoting death to your children. Our bad. Only when we catch them. And then when we catch them, they don't correct the issue this stuff is still ongoing there's still thousands of kids going missing every year in this country more than any other country <laughs> what's going on what, what do you think's funding when, when, when you spend your money on these balenciaga and these gucci outfits these high-end fashion brands what do, you, what do you think they have money to fund the sex trafficking rings and all kind of stuff. The Jeffrey Epstein's and all this stuff that got swept under the rug. Who do you think is still allowed to operate when they give you one bad guy? They're always going to give you one bad guy. All the, while, all the while, the bad operation still goes on. 
This shit is disgusting. But look at the shit that we choose to pay attention to in our culture today. It's crazy, yo. It's crazy. Sports, stupid shit, who's fucking who in celebrity, celebrity world. Look at the shit we choose to pay attention to and we all keep saying we care about our kids. Really? Really? Right now they got everybody, oh, we in an uproar about the Balenciaga shit. Like they've been, they've been into that. They've been into that. Why do you think the child uh, sex trafficking stuff is still going? Why do you think nobody's getting arrested? Just, just look at the look at the dynamic. Jeffrey Epstein was a guy that host famous people and his clientele partaked in sex trafficking of children. He gets caught mysteriously somehow. Oh, he kills himself in a cell, but we don't know what really happened. And then his right hand secretary, Jelaine Maxwell, that that kept the ledger. She's gone. But keep in mind, those two people represented a network of a system where people were partaking in sex trafficking of children. So this network was still going on, whether these people are out the picture or not. But they're out the picture, but we never get to see, well, who was the fucking names on the list? Because we heard celebrities and all kind of other people, but that story got swept under the rug. So now you're an uproar about a Balenciaga ad, and but you're not paying attention to some shit on TikTok that's pushing the same shit? What we doing? Because all the little sexual videos you got your children doing, who do you think's viewing the content? <laughs> Pedophiles and all kind of people that got access to the same content. What do you think's going on? Why do you think they allow this stuff to stay on the platforms? We're not paying attention to this stuff and it's gonna backfire on us. These people said they're not compensating nobody for what they're doing. Balenciaga gets caught promoting, you know, a child with, with, with a teddy bear and a motherfucking sex harness and, and, and a book that happened to be in the background and the book's written by a pedophile promoting pedophilia. Who the fuck puts those props in a picture? And then they say, well, we're going to sue the, the, the producer of the ad. Nigga, you're the owner of the company. How did you okay that? When you seen all the props and everything in the video. So it's like they'll get caught doing the bullshit. Oops, our bad. But they've been doing the bullshit. That, that's what they do. So, so we have to understand that this stuff's not going to change. Even if one or two stories come out, we have to check it all. We have to check it all. Sex trafficking, all the stuff that's happening on Instagram. We got to check it all. But, but, but moving around and no reprimand. Nothing's happening to these people. Collectively, as a people, we're being used by these corporations and, you know, the, the, the government are hitting with certain fines, but they keep that money. But, but what about the individual injury that's happening to the families, to the children, to the people that's using these platforms? They're showing murders and people blowing their fucking brains out on Facebook and all this stuff gets to get streamed. But they'll censor you for having a political fucking opinion. Like, look at the times we in. We we in George Orwell, nineteen eighty four. We got to look at what what what's really in front of us and stop playing. Should these 
social media platforms be charged for the crimes they commit they, they become accessories after the fact they should be accessories to murder they should be accessories if you show the the, the subway surfer challenge on your platform and a mother's burying her son today 15 years old in new york city for subway surfing on the train because he saw the fucking subway surfer challenge on tiktok and the platform it ain't getting charged and you know hey but no, no other place would the, would the kid have access access to this kind of content but they doing all this censorship though right they choose what they want to censor i get it they choose what they want to censor The more we stay silent on, you know, the issues that really matter to us, we're voting for that for our future world. We're voting for that world for our babies, right? So you can stay, you know, on your slumber, you could chill and this shit really don't mean anything. And, you know, these kids 15, 16 right now, you know, in five years, six years, seven years, they're going to be the next voting population, right? So if shit don't matter to you now and you're not, you know, instilling in, in them things that matter, shit's not going to matter to them when they have the power to vote, you know, certain people out of office and to create change in their communities. They're not going to be able to, to do these things. We have to start equipping them with real fucking power, real solution. We keep saying, where's the solution? The solution is in our babies. The solution is in the future. But if you're not having real conversations, future conversations with your babies, like, are you really checking like what your what your kids is doing on their cell phone? Really? See, like you just think I'm a good parent because I got my kid an iPhone. But like, are you really checking what the fuck they doing on their iPhone or giving them, you know, the conversation of like, hey, separate certain things from, you know, fantasy and reality and let them know that, you know, you might have, you know, you might see these kinds of things. But then there's parents that don't even know that this type of content is on these platforms. See, so it's always, you know, I'm not saying that the parents are at fault. Nah, I, I know they'll always say, you know, watch your watch your kids and the parents are at fault and it's, it's their responsibility. No, I'm taking the parents off the hook in this instance. But I'm, I'm telling the parents to, to get more astute. Really find out after hearing this kind of story in this bill today. But I'm saying the, comp the, 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 the corporations are at fault. 100% solely in this instance because the, the, the type of content shouldn't be on the platform to begin with. It's their fault. But now it's our fault if we don't start holding them accountable. Rev up those class action lawsuits. Get this kind of content off the platform because if they're doing all this censorship, they seem to be missing the most important shit they should be censoring. Harmful con content to our children. That stuff should be censored immediately. Why did these, you know, 10-year-old children have access to content that say, hey, kill yourself? Try this challenge. This stuff is disturbing, yo. Like, and I, I do builds like this, you know, on, on my podcast because I know that everyday america is not talking about this shit they don't think it's harmful when you let five years go by and this shit become the norm and your, your children is trying all kind of fucking challenges 
Or if they try to rob you, challenge. Your kid fucking robs you in the middle of the fucking night, takes everything out your house. You know what I'm saying? They got all kinds of challenges. They had challenges uh, that was on TikTok, vandalized the school. And it was kids fucking up school property, breaking shit in the bathroom, like just literally fucking creating crimes in school. Like where any other time these kids wouldn't engage in this kind of behavior, but they saw it on social media and the shit was so enticing. It was like, you know, recreate, you know, let's let's do a parody. Let's, you know, let's emulate what we see. And it's no disclaimer in none of these videos, but you could post Hey man, I got a new job today. And they'll and they'll put a, a, a tag under your video on Facebook about the COVID shit. You like, nigga, I didn't even mention COVID. But if y'all could put disclaimers on on posts after the fact, why can't you put disclaimers on content that shows deadly fucking challenges that's promoted to our kids? They choose what they want to censor. They choose the, the content they want to protect. A woman can sell pussy all day on the social media platforms. But they'll lock somebody up for selling weed. Weed is legal in like 30 fucking states. <laughs> but but do you see what's going on? They pick and choose what they want to, you know, censor and what they want to promote. And it seems that sexuality, drugs, all this shit they shouldn't be promoting to children, they're promoting to children. But all that shit is okay. But if you say something about it, you point it out. They'll call you anti-Semitic. They'll say whatever. They'll ban you off their platforms. Like I couldn't even talk about this kind of conversation on a, on a, on a platform like Facebook. They banned me off Facebook for two months for talking about the Bible, <laughs> respectively. Did, did, did you see what's going on? It's like if you have an independent opinion or you know a belief anti-establishment, they're gonna censor you. But all the stuff that's harmful that they should be censoring, that they say, hey, that's our job. We want to make stuff safe on our platform. They're not doing their job. In fact, they're promoting shit to our children that that's going to cause them to be killed. My condolences to all the families, you know, the children that happened in the subway situation. My condolences to all the kids that, you know, died doing the blackout challenge and all these other challenges. But I'm saying at one point, the parents are going to come together in unity and they're going to have that class action lawsuit against these platforms to where we got to hold them accountable. Because if they're holding us accountable and they're deplatforming us and censoring us and cancel culture and all the other stuff, then they got to be held accountable when we censor them. At what point are we going to censor the corporations? They censor us. But at what point are we going to censor the corporations? It's time for that. We have the power because all the power is in the hands of the consumers. It's always been. Right? They don't move if they don't have our money. And, and they can't get our money if they're not giving us a quality product. Something we asked for. These kids didn't know that they were paying for this. Parents didn't know if they give their child a cell phone, they have access to a, an app that they can download that they would give them ideas and suggestive images that would tell them to harm themselves. What kind of fucking world are we living in where this shit is okay? Where these corporations don't have to pay for what they're doing? I beg to differ, y'all.
I'm going to continue to have these thought-provoking conversations because I want us to think deeper, but I want us to think not just to be conscious, right? Because everyone's conscious. You're conscious that you, when you're awake. I want you to be consciously taking action. What do you do with the information once you have it? Because knowledge is power only when it's applied. Until next time, I am your host, J.F. Bay. This is the Facts Over Feelings podcast. And I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. And we're going to deal with this Facts Over Feelings. You can catch that podcast on all podcast streaming platforms. Third Eye High, right? Anybody tuning in, you click the link on the profile, send you directly to the podcast. Subscribe, subscribe. Right. We got a lot of thought provoking builds, yo, a lot of thought provoking builds and a lot of, uh, you know, good content where it's conscious, uncensored, conscious conversation to where it can't censor us. And if we don't have these real conversations, we don't move forward as, as a species, as humanity. Right. We, we have to challenge what's being presented to us because they could, could tell us whatever they always got the pr spin that's gonna always give us a uh-uh and they're indemnified in every every situation when their outright purpose was always profit and they don't care what they promote to us as long as it equals profit and i got a problem with that and you should too Salute to all my listeners tuning in. I want to shout some people out. Salute to my brother, David Robert. Salute to Jason B. Salute to Cecilia Grace. You know how we give it up. Follow for follow. Salute to Angela Boswell, uh, Philip Child of God, Aaron McNully, Daryl, uh, Curdy J, Michelle, Mojo, Dev, Linda, Jennifer, Truly, and uh, Lee News. Salute to everybody tuning in and everybody that's going to catch the podcast ongoing. I would say everybody continue, continue to push conversation because that's how we move humanity. They want to leave us stagnant. You know what I mean? They want to control this thing called group think where they got us all believing what they pushing. You still believe in some shit in the air and, it, and you got your mask on and this and that. We already know what side you on with this. So now everyone else that know IAB, say with me, IAB, it's all bullshit. Everybody else that know it's all bullshit. We know what time we on and we know how we got to move and we have to challenge everything they push in front of us. And when they tell us to be outraged, we should question that every time. Right. They just poke at our emotions. We, we should we should really be like, yo, wait a minute. Why they want us to be mad at this issue? And then look at all the celebrities that's, that's endorsing, endorsing that certain subject matter. We got to check that. Look at all the stuff that Kanye was talking about. Kanye was getting fiery with it. And he's not letting up on their neck because he's speaking truth to power. They don't want us to have our own. And when we understand having our own is being able to control what we have. You can't check these social media platforms for promoting harmful content to your babies but 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 yet they could check you for fucking posting your thoughts like who gets this authority see we have to check that authority because 
if not that authority continues to grow it continues to grow so until next time on the third eye high podcast always remember to keep your third eye high and we represent a higher consciousness of a flyer culture peace love and light